You are listening a Red FM original. Guts, glory, gumption. The voice of Indian sports with Rika Roy on the Red FM podcast network. Deepak, thank you very, very much for joining me on this podcast to talk about being an Iron Man. Uh, well, in India, you know, kids go grow up to becoming cricketers. footballers tennis players and different kind of sports professionals but iron man quite unique um how did you take to this field of uh, sports if i may say yeah thanks thanks for the opportunity uh to to be on this platform well it just started uh, just for me a long back when i wanted to lose some weight and took up running post that after doing a bit of running and a couple of marathons uh, saw this thing called an sort of you know triathlon and sort of dabbled at a bit struggled immensely on the swim so went back to running stay on dry land uh, but then uh, always wanted to go back and try something so when i had a opportunity to travel to australia and saw something called ironman on espn and the distances involved it it seemed like a big challenge and a good challenge to take up and made my way into training and doing one of them and uh, after that got uh, got very hooked on to the sport uh, and the lifestyle it brings about with respect to you know the the, the kind of people who are in the sport and the mental challenges it uh, demands and the nature of uh, the sport itself where it involves swimming cycling running and an all-round development from a body perspective so kept that on and you uh, know have uh, stayed active on that for the last you uh, know close to now 12 to 14 years uh, enlighten my listeners a little more about being an ironman you've said there are three uh, disciplines involved swimming cycling and running why these three and why not any other aspects of uh, sport historically uh, the way triathlon got started was you know some in the late 1970s uh, there was a bit of a talk on who's the most fittest uh, sort of you know endurance athlete so as to speak right so whether it's a swimmer or a cyclist or a runner uh, mm-hmm. all those three and uh, it just was some conversations happening in a group and and they decided to say you know what why don't we combine all these three and make mm-hmm. it as a triathlon and then see you know who comes out trumps right that's what sort of started the entire aspect of uh, this happened in hawaii and mm. uh, in the us and that's how this whole distance is also the distance of the swim the cycling and the running uh, mm-hmm. they sort of combined the three existing events which already existed in hawaii you know uh, or mm. uh, you know on that region so that's how the sport came together in a swim bike run as a format and uh, they need to be done sort of you know back to back as one single race and uh, it's caught on you know people's uh, you know uh, imagination but more so it's been something which uh, you know everybody's drawn to that sport and uh, and the interest has always increased over the years what is the time duration that's really given to an athlete to complete the triathlon so the ironman distance there are multiple distances but the ironman as a race uh, has a 3.8 km swim has an mm-hmm. 180 km cycling and mm-hmm. uh, 42.2 kilometers running mm-hmm. and uh, so this one has an overall time duration of 17 hours you know that's the stipulated time for you to complete uh, for you to be recognized as you know a finish thing 
there are also intermediate time which means you need to finish the 3.8 km swim in 2 hours and 20 minutes the swim and the bike ride which is 180 km together mm. in about 10 and a half hours and then wow. the entire race which means the swim bike and run in 17 hours so at any point if you don't make these either the interim cutoffs or the final cutoff obviously you don't uh, successfully complete the race and you have completed 20 of them if i'm not mistaken 22 yes, of them wow and in how much time span how many years did you do these 22 ironman races so 2008 was my first ironman race way mm. back in april and mm. my most recent one was last september and there have been about two years where i've not done any races and i've started to focus on a few other things so 2008 mm-hmm. to 2020 is is the time duration I'm, I'm really curious to know why is it called ironman i think it's just a matter of the the strength uh, both the mental and the physical aspect and uh, you know the metal it takes historic reason where uh, the group of people about 14 of them in hawaii way back who said that you know we'll do this race we'll combine the swim race the bike and the run into one single event and whoever wins it we will call that person as an ironman mm. and uh, so it just stuck on with that and after that uh, it's grown into obviously a full blown business uh, a larger company ironman as a brand and a cult following and that's how it stuck on how did it start for you because i know you you grew up in bangalore a city that prides itself on a lot of other sports. I haven't heard of uh, Ironman being big in Bangalore. How did you, you know, take it up there? I had an opportunity where I was working with Infosys, uh, whom I worked with close to 14 years, uh, to travel a few places uh, overseas. When I was in Germany, I, I took up running. I was working with Adidas and I, I could see all of them around, obviously mm-hmm. much way fitter than where I was at a 24, as a 24, 25-year-old. I wanted to do something about myself and decided to take up running and signed up for the Berlin Marathon, uh, obviously a bit premature with respect to training, but managed to complete mm-hmm. that. And mm-hmm. there were also a small triathlon happening in the same place. Uh, I sort of, you know, took my interest and gave mm-hmm. it a shot, a small one. I didn't know about Ironman then. I just knew something called triathlon uh, and mm-hmm. gave that a shot. Uh, and then mm-hmm. had a chance to travel to Australia where on ESPN I saw an event called Anman. This was in 2006. Mm -hmm. Then I thought, you know what, let's uh, take that up as a challenge. And uh, I bought my own, I bought a cycle, took up cycling, uh, Mm -hmm. picked up the swimming part of it. uh, And Mm -hmm. I was already doing a bit of running. So decided to put all of them together. And that's how I got started and and got hooked onto it. Deepak, you have been a full-blown IT professional. When did you have the time to do all of this? I mean, it's not just about participating in the races, but the preparation requires a lot of time. True, it does take a bit of, uh, of I should say, a lot more time than maybe other sort of sports and things. It does take a number of hours of cycling and running and swimming. Everybody has the same amount of time. I still remember uh, making a long list of things about where I'm spending my time. Fair mm-hmm. amount it was, uh, you know, in terms of maybe you know watching TV or you know social aspects of it. And I had to just, you know, focus on, well, family, work and triathlon, right? So obviously, a bulk of it, I guess, came out of, uh, you know, other socializing activities or TV and the likes, you know, do the, obviously, waking up early in the mornings, all those things, if you slowly bring that in, uh, that's how I, I could make time for these. 
are you still continuing to work as an IT professional or have you given it up altogether uh, to kind of pursue triathlon? I moved out of Infosys uh, way back in 2013, uh, more so to uh, take up a full-time, uh, uh, sort of a full-time career as a triathlon coach. Uh, built our own online platform called Yoska mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, also to grow the sport of triathlon in India and to work my way to establishing Ironman uh, races in India. So that's been active for the last seven and a half years along with the large team behind me. So primarily uh, I have my own startup which focuses on training people for the endurance fitness, not just Ironman or triathlon, also running and cycling. And obviously, uh, building the events and the sport and, you know, working with Ironman as a group. We were chosen by Ironman as the partner, as a franchise owner for India, which took a while. So all that effort, that's been, uh, you know, my my stuff for the last seven plus years. How much has the community grown in India in the last seven years? What's the kind of interest that you have seen? It's grown tremendously, I guess. Uh, I mean, as much as now, if you tell triathlon or Ironman, you don't necessarily have to explain the sport to to at least people who are active in in some level of endurance fitness. But way back in 2007, when I did my first half Ironman or uh, 2008, when I did my first Ironman, we had to explain what triathlon was, what Ironman was, and there was just a handful of people in the sport. 2008, and now if you take... 2019, where uh, we at Yoska organized the first ever Ironman race in India. We filled up the race in 25 days, right? Which means there were 1,000 people from India. Uh, I mean, 95% of the participation was from India. And Mm. uh, the community has really grown. And this is just not about one race. There are lots of people traveling overseas for races. There are so many local triathlons, which happens across India. So in the last 8 to 10 years, it's grown significantly. Deepak, you know, when we talk about sports in India today, because India is moving towards a country which probably is beginning to have a sporting culture. And when, you know, parents put their kids into a certain kind of sport, they also look for returns. If today you are asking a kid to get into triathlon, what kind of returns does he or she expect an iron man or iron woman the monetary part of it uh, there's not too much uh, it's not just because it's india it's not it's the same in any other country there's just a very very small segment and even in that segment of people the amount of people who can pretty much survive or sustain their lifestyle only on mm. those earnings because the earnings mm. are primarily winnings and prize money so it's mm-hmm. a very very small segment nothing to do with India being, you know, very new to triathlon, right? So obviously that adds mm-hmm. to more of it. But mm-hmm. I think when you look at just returns, if people want to take it up as a lifestyle and interest, there is significant returns with respect to staying healthy, staying fit, eating right, and, you know, getting strong mentally. And I hope people look at it that way. But yes, if you're looking to become a professional triathlete and, you know, earn the big bucks, there's a, the opportunities are lesser compared to other sports uh, globally. Mm-hmm not just in India. Do you have to be a geek to make yourself a success story in a sport like this? No, I don't think so. I think blood, sweat and tears are all metrics. So as long as you put in the effort <laughs> and you know you put that, it's all good. Mm-hmm. So I don't think you need all the fancy gadgets or gizmos to see how you're doing or whether you're progressing. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes it's just about a lifestyle. So as a coach now, what are the basics that one needs to have to become a triathlete going really to the bare foundations of it 
I think yes. ability to swim, bike and run is important. Then making yourself the time and uh, setting your expectation about how much time I have available to train based on which you set your goals. Or if mm-hmm. that's your goal, then you need to go adjust your time in terms mm-hmm. of availability of things. Uh, you mm-hmm. definitely need to take care of yourself and the body with respect to eating well, taking proper care and not mm-hmm. stepping up too much. So definitely follow a structure, have a good foundation, either, you know, take up a professional sort of, you know, coaching experience or a training plan, because uh, it's hard to juggle all three. People always tend to do more when they're training on their own. And, uh, you know, it's not a sport which will, uh, you know, forgive uh, when you push yourself too much. And then, uh, so I think it's important to have a good foundation, proper structure, uh, eat well, uh, take care of your body well. Uh, so that you can sustain it uh, as a lifestyle. Deepak, I really have to ask you this question. I, I know you're settled in Brisbane. Would you say that your career as a triathlete also went to another level and uh, your interest peaked because you are in a country like Australia where, um, you know, every second person is getting up in the morning, early in the morning, putting on their sports shoes, whether they're going up, going for work or whether they're doing something else, they're all running. They are the, the, there is a culture of walking and exercise and everyone's very tuned to it. In 2000, when I sort of took up running, definitely the environment I was in, this was in Germany, working in Adidas as part of the emphasis thing. And I saw everyone doing that, coming, running from working or going for a run in the afternoon, swim and stuff. It definitely felt that, hey, I'm half their age and I need to do something. So yes, it's the same in 2008 when there were people around who could also already into triathlon, it helped me. But if you take 2020 or 2021 now, right now, uh, people in India, there is already running and cycling, which has really grown in the last 10 to 15 years. Triathlons also picking up. Yeah. Did it make a difference to me way back then? Yes. But right now, uh, people living in India, uh, if not the same level of opportunity or the same sort of peers, uh, there are a bunch of groups, there are lots of people and it it rubs off on people with respect to motivation and showing up and doing something. So I think it's definitely changed. While there were smaller pockets way back in 2000s or 2005, right now, it's a lot more uh, bigger groups and more opportunities for people to you know, uh, feel that, you know, get that trigger to take that first step. You are an Indian and you've been in Australia for such a long time. What would it really take for India to have a sports culture like Australia? I think a couple of things, you know, you know, one of your questions, if I can go back, uh, will parents Mm. look at kids to look at returns, right? So I think Mm. that's the foundation, right? If if, if my son goes for a swimming year, uh, I would love for him to be, you know, so representing state, nationals, all that. But if not, mm-hmm. it's part of his lifestyle, right? He's mm-hmm. going swimming mm-hmm. three days a week. He goes for cricket twice a week. He goes for basketball. There is an aspect that we, we support the kids at that age for mm-hmm. them to take up a sport and see what happens, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do we want them to do well? Just like anything mm-hmm. else? Yes. Yeah. But uh, I don't think the bottom line there is to say, you know, he will go on to take that as a career and there is money involved and things. I think... I've trained myself a number of people for running and other things, young kids and everybody else. Slowly, mm-hmm. people are starting to put people because of that. Yes, uh, cricket and bigger sports, there will always be stories about it. And that's what motivates you to take sports. So there's no right, you know, right or wrong answer to that. But I think uh, 
the biggest thing is for people to support the kids for just like they would support for anything else and mm-hmm. uh, take that time it takes a lot of time to drive them to a pool or to take them to a field all mm-hmm. those things so lifestyle obviously comes in the way and life comes in the way when you know parents have the right intent but you know the time and other factors but facilities are changing lots of things are changing i think it's a matter of mindset and things which is also changed it's looking it's looking positive uh, yes but it will take a lot more time to maybe match how other countries in terms of the percentage of people who are starting to support you know in that manner as a triathlon coach uh, would you uh, say that if you are to take up triathlon then in the future maybe you will become a champion swimmer or a champion cyclist or even a champion runner there's a possibility because you have done cross training yes but at the same time you're training triathlon even though it's called one sport it almost is like three sports mm-hmm. right uh, like what i mean by that is uh, are you going to be swimming you know five times a week maybe even two times a day as mm-hmm. a normal swimmer would do no right so what happens is you will definitely get better at swimming cycling and running you'll have a great foundation but if you want to then uh, match up with maybe in terms of performance or you know the achievements of uh, a standalone sport like a running cycling or swimming you'll have a good foundation you'll have a be- you'll have a good endurance system but you will still need to take that step to put through right so, uh, will a triathlete outrun a runner who's been putting the same amount of effort given both of mm. them have the same level of fitness yeah mm. hope that answers the question how important is it for an olympic athlete to be trained in disciplines like this to prosper at what they're doing aspect of triathlon or swimming or cycling and running is endurance fitness right which is usually a foundation for most sports whether it's team or individual right mm. so it's a matter of how much time you want to spend on cross training compared mm. to your key skill or key sport right mm-hmm. uh, i'm sure mm-hmm. even swimmers will still end up doing a fair amount of strength and conditioning and even you know running if mm-hmm. necessary right so everybody does mm-hmm. that it definitely mm-hmm. carries over to help you deepak you have completed 22 triathlon races what about competing at the olympic games well the closest i've come is uh, i've qualified for the world championship uh, represented india in the anman things in 2017 I've qualified again for this year and I did do the ITU Worlds which is in the mm-hmm. triathlon scheme of things the world championship. Do you have Olympics inside? I wouldn't dismiss it to say I'm not uh, not not thinking about it but at the mm-hmm. same time I think uh, there is a lot of talent out there whom we are trying to find groom and build. Are you trying to scout for talents in India both iron men and iron women who could then represent India in the Olympic games in the future? Yes, I think uh, my eyes are always open out there. Uh, not necessarily have a very formal process but uh, trying to see if we can, you know, work with the federations who are also doing a fair amount of work in, you know, scouting for that talent and uh, right. a coaching team. We would love to, you know, do that in a lot more bigger way. Uh but yes, I'd uh, love to love to do that more and uh, see how we could get more support from federation and from the government. uh yeah the intent and my hands are always you know up there uh, to pick up any sort of work around that would you have any sort of an idea as to how much time would it take for india to put up a triathlete in the olympic games 
because of the nature of qualifying because it almost gets two years before an event or one year before an event i think obviously with the tokyo one this year obviously the next four years one something something definitely could be if we can get a handle on the format and what does it take uh, i think so that's that i think would be a uh, would be an ambitious goal but not necessarily out of reach there is talent we have some phenomenal athletes uh, talent has to I, meet opportunity basically tell me what is really your scars work in india primarily we support people to take up sustain a healthy f- lifestyle uh, using the endurance fitness as you know sort of the vehicle right if you are someone who just wants to maintain a lifestyle around running or cycling or swimming or triathlon right you don't need to be a triathlete you can just have general fitness walking running whatever it is right so mm-hmm. we are a digital platform we provide a 360 degree guidance uh, with respect to coaching nutrition counseling you know access to products through our e-commerce portal uh, access to events and we organize mm-hmm. our own events right so we are okay. owner for anman in india and we are working on the road map to use anman to inspire the community everybody doesn't necessarily have to take up anman or do anman but if they mm-hmm. look through the journey of how people went through and trained for it and completed an anman i'm hoping mm-hmm. that will inspire people to take the first step and walk 30 minutes tomorrow right that's what we are out there trying to drive that community and support that community from a yoga perspective deepak it was wonderful chatting to you and knowing that the good work that you're putting in uh, india as well as opening people's minds and hearts towards this wonderful sport of triathlon and perhaps also putting up a triathlete in the olympic games for india very soon thank you thank you very much thank you rika You were listening a Red FM original Guts Glory Gumption the voice of Indian sports with Rika Roy on the Red FM podcast network